Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where cocktails and unsolved mysteries combine into the show that you're listening to right now. That's the show. <laughs> um, I'm Masood. With me, as always, is the amazing... Suze Kepner? Yes, good evening, Masood Milas. <laughs> you have to do it slowly. <laughs> and I'm the, being uh, precise, this is a recording, I can't just talk how I'd say in my real life, which is, oh, hi. You sound like um, the guy in uh, in Singing in the Rain when they, when they listen to the talking picture, they're like, you can hear me talking, a talking <laughs> picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's my whole life. <laughs> and uh, and the uh, classic Chris Stokes. The classic Chris Stokes. Classic oh, Chris yeah. Stokes. Classic. He's got miles classic on Chris the Stokes. clock. He's got miles on the clock. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, I'm Masood Milas, as always. Manic Masood. Manic Masood. Mad Mad Masood Milas. All the fucking shop <laughs> and then just a sheep on the end. <laughs> if you've just joined us, we are, well, how far are we? We're very deep into our Hollywood series, so we've done, what, about halfway? Well, no, we were under boob last week, so what are we now? Uh, nips. nips. Nips, maybe. Yeah, yeah we're <clears throat> about to bid farewell to the 60s. Oh my gosh, yes. song from Hairspray that goes welcome to the 60s and now we're singing farewell to the 60s farewell to um, the 60s. hi I'm already drunk <laughs> yes <laughs> what are we drinking everybody that's a good question oh, good question I'll tell you what I've got and I have to be careful how I say this yeah I'm drinking a black Negroni uh, Ah, yes. So in a regular Negroni, you'd have Campari, gin, sweet vermouth, equal parts. This one is Campari, gin, equal parts, and coffee liqueur called Mr. Black. This is Mr. Black. It is, it says... It looks amazing. It looks incredible. It's beautiful. Uh, the, the bottle's beautiful. It's got on the back this artwork that gets revealed as you drink more of it. The way that Susie's sort of like cradling it with both hands and looking like that. I like. To, I like. To, I like to. I like to imagine that it's a miniature. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about that big. <laughs> I got this out of the. As mini you can bar. see, it's uh... <laughs> like a little hamster going. Mm. As you can see. And this bottle has over five centiliters of liquid. <laughs> it's, it's basically, it's yeah, it's a it's a black Negroni instead of sweet vermouth. You use Mister Black. Um, it's an Australian thing. Yeah, it looks okay. nice. Yeah, so it's Australia. a coffee liqueur. 
Yeah, and it's gorgeous. Okay, so Mr. Black is like lovely champagne and Kahlua is like Carver. Oh, okay. Oh, so, wow. so it's like real speciality. It's, Holy d- shit. it's delicious, even though Anna Kemp drank a bit and said it tastes like medicine, but she's an idiot. <laughs> um, Chris, what have you got there? It's called a Charlie Manson. Oh. <laughs> is that a clue? It might be a clue. Might be a clue. Is he here? <laughs> uh, it is uh, whiskey, spiced rum, topped up with ginger beer. Ah, okay. Why is it's, it called uh, a Charlie Manson? Yeah. I do not know. Don't know. I think it's because you get really drunk and then you write "Die pig die" on your walls uh, <laughs> after you finish drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have called. There should be a drink called a Helter Skelter. I think that's there just is, like isn't there? Pig that was going to be my second Google. I was like, if there isn't a cocktail called a Charlie Manson, I'm going to Google a Helter Skelter. Uh, I think there is Helter Skelter cocktail. Um, it's just that's strange. It just says C Molotov cocktail. Um, no, <laughs> oh. it's uh, no, it doesn't seem. To- oh, it's also called a dead rabbit. Is the other name of it apparently? Um, let's see, what's in it? Oh God! Oh, oh, I went. It went shit. to. It went to Pinterest, which is the worst. Oh no, I hate that because it's like, oh, Pinterest. this isn't helpful at all to anybody. Nuh-uh. Can't find it. Oh well, never mind. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably just pig's blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some pig's blood. Maybe I should have made one and called it a helter skelter. Yeah. Mm. I'll go and make one in a minute. Call it call it Helter it'll, it'll be although, that colour as well. So, although now it I'm won't thinking... be right. The joke's on you because no, it won't. Hang on, I'm going to go and make it. <laughs> it'll be that, or it'll be the light brown one. There's two. There's yes, the light brown right. one, oh. and then there's the dark brown one. <laughs> okay, I'm going to oh. go and make a Helter Skelter. All right, off she goes. I'm not drinking at the moment because I'm not feeling a hundred percent as I was from last week. But I'm getting there. I'm getting better. I considered having... Well, I had a Lemsip earlier. I might have another one um, in a bit. I was thinking you could probably substitute Lemsip for Limoncello in something. You could make a Sorrentino, but with Lemsip instead of Limoncello. With Lemsip instead of Lemoncello. I'd have to... Although I'd have to boil it and then wait for it to cool down. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Ooh, here we go. I may... I've done it. Yeah. done it. You've done it. So this is a Helter Skelter. (laughs) It's a Helter Skelter. What is it? In this drink... Mm, it's all the fun of the fair, but with some danger. We've got dark matter spiced rum. Oh, this is the other stuff. This is the other stuff that's really good. This is fucking amazing. Dark matter is really good. So, um, Chambord and a splash of Frangelico. What's the colour, Suze? Let's have a look. Oh, wow, that's definitely dark brown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You, both of you are pig, a pig's die pig's die. <laughs> I write well, it on the wall in pup. <laughs> so, Chris, what do you have for us? It is obviously related to the two drinks that we do have here that we're drinking. As our clues have obviously given away, today we will be talking about... We're doing the Manson family slash Sharon Tate murders. Nineteen sixty-nine. We're seeing out the sixties in style. How could we do the Hollywood series without wow. touching on this? Yes. What a big, I mean, what a big thing. Now, agree. It would be conspicuous in its absence if we didn't. Uh, yes. Because it's not an unsolved mystery, is it? No. But I think also, you know, we're we're we do cover some unsolved stuff, and 
I think, yeah, like you said, it'd be weird if we didn't if we didn't mention it. <laughs> hey, they're doing a Hollywood series. What about Charles Manson? Who? Yeah, well, it, it's kind of, and, and not not only that, if you if you're a podcast that even remotely skirts around the idea of killing and murders, mm. you have to do a Manson episode, don't you? Pretty sure you do. I think that's in, it's like, in the, the contract. Rules. It's in the yeah, rules. Yeah, yeah. Of of doing a true crime podcast, They're like, hey, you guys are going to do a Manson episode, right? This will be a slightly different episode for, for several reasons. First of all, like we all know about it, so we will all be chipping in. Like it's mm. not like normally where I will be leading the thing. Me and Masood are big fans. Probably more than I am, actually. This might be a bit of a role reversal. I'm going to talk to you about my feelings for Charles Manson. (laughs) You guys are the same height, right? uh... (laughs) Me and Charles Manson, like, our eyes would meet. And, well, when I meet people who are, like, my height or maybe an inch taller, I feel like I'm taller than them because I'm so used to people being taller than me. So when I meet Charles Manson, he'll be like, look at my little guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, he'll, he'll have to go on his tippy toes to give you a kiss. There's the, the, that's one of the reasons. But also, we're actually recording this live on Twitch. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the chat, there are a bunch of people going, I hate that they're doing this. Let me see what some of them are saying. Mr. Trousers says he's so small he uses three hands yeah, on his point glass. <laughs> right. This isn't fair. It goes back to last week's episode where Chris... Witness me drink a pint with both hands. Very and funny. If I'm honest, he's like a bully. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this happened in August 1969, right? Yeah. If you don't know who the Manson family are, where have you been? Ooh, uh, yeah, the Manson where have family. You been? Manson family fascinate me so much in that he gave out this sort of like hippie ideal. Yeah. Peace and love, peace and love, but also wanted to start a race war. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's actual quotes from him where he's like. I'm paraphrasing, but he'll say, the black man will rise up against the white. Um, but they he puts it in a way which sounds anti-racist, where he's like, after everything white mm. man has done to black people in this country, there's obviously going to be a race war. But then yeah. he's also super racist. It's almost yeah. as if Charles Manson might have been crazy. <laughs> it's it's yeah. very likely. Um, yeah, it's there's a really weird um, film called Helter Skelter with, oh Christ, I've forgotten the guy's name in it, who plays... Angelica Houston. <laughs> yes, that's it. It is Jack Angelica Wilson. Houston. Um, after I'll I'll get the guy's name, but anyway, he's uh, he does the film's called Helter Skelter, and he um, he does that speech. Like they obviously sort of paraphrase oh. it as well. Where he does the speech about it, and he talks right. about how the actual race war will happen. And like he had stuff written down. Oh my yeah. god, the, the guy playing Charles Manson is like, yeah, fine, okay. Um, Steve Railsback, Helter okay. Skelter. Oh, it's a TV miniseries. It was a TV movie, not the 76 film. I think it's the 2004 film. Oh, okay. Is it? Yes, a 2004 film. Jeremy Davies as Charles Manson. Oh, they have him carve the thing in his head. Okay, I'm going to look yeah. up Jeremy Davies. Oh, Clea Duvall's in it. <gasps> yeah. As Linda. Oh. Yeah. This has got a cool cast, man. Mary Lynn Rashberg. She plays Squeaky From. I played Squeaky From. In that musical, yeah. So obviously Squeaky From was in the Manson family. She's the hottest, she's oh, the yes, hottest of member of the Manson family. <laughs> so yes, so they um, he talks about the Helter Skelter war and like what's going to happen. Yeah, and like how they'll... So if you don't know what Helter Skelter is, yeah, it's this huge race war that the Manson family will like hide underground and then they'll come back out and be like... Because basically they're, they're betting on black people winning the race war so then they'll come Yeah, and, like, and then they're like, we'll come out and rule them. Yeah, we'll come out and use them as slaves. You're like, oh, right, that's not cool. And he called it Helter nice. Skelter because of the Beatles song, didn't he? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They th- he thought that the Beatles were talking directly to him. Yeah, that's right. Like I say, Charles Manson was crazy. <laughs> yeah, and he wrote a 
song for the Beach Boys, didn't he? Oh, oh yeah. he used to, he made friends with uh, not Brian Wilson, another Wilson, another it, what, Beach I think it was Boy. Brian Wilson's Dennis, brother, I think. Another, Dennis Wilson, um, who was like the bit a bit of an outcast of the Beach Boys. But yeah, like it it was there was a point where the music scene in late sixties LA. Charles Manson would show up at various parties and be there with his guitar and they'd be like, oh, crazy Charles Manson's here and he'll play some songs. But if you hear Charles Manson's music, it's all right. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really weird. I listened to some of it. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is, this is like, it's like, it's very much of that kind of 60s era, what was happening at that time. It was very similar Mm -hmm. to a lot of that. But like, you're like, oh yeah, like, there's probably a weird pocket universe where he was really famous and didn't kill everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's quite derivative, but there are plenty of... um, 60s artists that are probably worse than Charles Manson who had a career when you say worse you mean less talented rather less than talented. Yes. not, not, I don't mean, not yeah. morally worse <laughs> I don't mean yeah there are probably people well like Phil Spector yeah Phil Spector killed someone Charles Manson got people to do it for him well yeah that's yeah. the other thing as well technically we have to I mean that not technically that's exactly it he didn't actually kill Charles didn't do it himself obviously that still doesn't make him innocent probably shouldn't but. say that as in we're standing off for him no no no, no, no totally not <laughs> but like, was like let, listen to give Charles Manson his dues right his he never dues. actually laid a finger on them what I mean uh, is that I think the actual words were give him a break uh, <laughs> <sighs> I'm never gonna live that down um, <laughs> no basically yeah like he got people to do it for him which is I think worse but um, um, the following night, we'll get on to Sharon Tate specifically soon, but mm. uh, it, they're, called the, the, they're called the Tate LaBianca murders because then there was a following, the following night, Manson yeah. apparently was like, you didn't do that right. I'm going to come with you and <sighs> show you how it's done. And he couldn't. Uh, so he was he he was going to, but I don't think yeah. he had, even Labianca well, the the Labianca murders I don't think he did those either. No, like, he didn't. Like there's a story of him um, holding a gun to go kill someone, and it's like he can't do it yeah. because the majority of us don't have it in us to kill. So yeah. he obviously had that too. I tell you, he also had it, and this is like a, this is going to sound nuts. Hitler, Hitler couldn't do it. Hitler couldn't carry out his own murders. Hitler Whoa. wouldn't go to concentration camps. He didn't want to see it. Because um, it takes a special wanted... kind of horrible person to fucking go to that, yeah. But I think, like, this idea of him having disciples is, like, he, obviously those people that were sucked in by him had other things going on, but he was still very charismatic yeah, to be able I, yeah. to, like, lure these people in. Well, he had that sort of Hitler thing. Yeah, and they talk about him being like a messiah-like figure. Like the people that yeah. were in the Manson family and would, who were drawn in by him, they call him Christ-like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when, I play, when I played Squeaky in... There's a musical called Assassins and it uses some of her dialogue verbatim and it talks about when she met him, she, she says, like, he came out of nowhere. I was on the beach. I'd been thrown... At, she, the line is, she goes... Um, Oh, God, she says something like, I'd been kicked out by my parents over um, the Vietnam War or my eye makeup. (laughs) (laughs) And then she says, Charlie Manson, he appeared out of nowhere to save me like this. He calls him a dirty little elf. (laughs) Well, that's, have you seen? Yeah, um, they they talk about him like he's otherworldly. He's, well, that's it, isn't it? He, I think, 
this is the thing everyone kind of forgets about those sorts of figures too is that they think well everyone goes like oh these morons they followed him it's like well they were also quite troubled people too they were also on fucking loads oh they were fucking out of their goddamn minds (laughs) jesus it was the end of the 60s hallucinogenics 24 7 i mean even if you look at um uh even throughout his life even until the year he died there hmm. is something there is something odd about charles manson the way he looks and not just the facial yeah. tattoo. No, no, no. He, he's got like mad eyes. Yeah, the the eyes of like. I think he used to play on it though. Frightening. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He absolutely did. He was sure. this little guy, and he he was never short of something to say. There was never dead end. That never like short of something to around. say. But he wasn't actually that smart. He no. just he had that he had that Trump thing. Where just keep talking. He's stupid, but he's astute. Well, yeah, he just kept talking. That's it, isn't it? You just keep talking, yeah. and and people will listen. He just filled dead air. Yeah. yeah. It's that idea of like not being intelligent but being street smart. So like Trump knows, like Trump found a catchphrase that worked. Yeah. yeah. While we while we're talking about what Trump says, what is mm. stand down but stand by? What is oh that God, if not back, something is coming? By. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand That's back but stand by. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. I, what, is this his new one? Oh no, it's what Trump said during the presidential debate when he was asked to condemn the white supremacist movement, uh, the, the Proud Boys specifically. Oh, um, right. He said uh, he, he, he refused to do it and, yeah. said, and told and addressed the Proud Boys and said, uh, stand back, but stand by. Fuck you. And it's like, man. these are guys who marched uh, in um, Charlottesville saying Jews will not replace us. Jesus. And a woman died, a, pro- a protester died because of them. And he's going... Yeah. Stand by. Stand fuck. But do you know what's really funny? Like, even his advisor have gone, what the fuck were you thinking? Not everyone's as racist as you, you knob. And he's had to (laughs) wheel it back. So, like, the day after the debate, he was like, I don't know who they are. Do you remember when he said he didn't know who David Duke was? He didn't. Jesus. Oh, yes. Even though he's met him lots of times. Fuck me. Are you serious? He knows who David Duke is. And he's going, Um, I don't know who he is. In many ways, it's a real shame, actually, that Manson is dead now. Because I feel like he'd be... He'd be behind Trump, and then that would show a lot of people. (laughs) Or if he somehow if he somehow got out of prison, he'd probably run for president. People would vote for him because he'd just be able to fucking. Could you you (laughs) fucking hell Manson twenty twenty? Oh my god! Imagine Charles Manson for president. (laughs) Fuck me. I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see Mitch McConnell going. I think he's got a lot of good things to say because he's such a little Oscar. And then when he walks up, he walks up for the rallies. He has to walk up those little cat steps to stand by the podium. <laughs> just to get And he's still and he's like, too short. He's still got he, his little yeah, head. He's just, just got his little nose poking over. And he goes, and now I'd like to bring up my first lady. And it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we got to change this country for the good. You know what I'm talking about, man? <laughs> he's just... <laughs> he comes out with a guitar on his back as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then he starts playing his songs, and everyone's like, "This fucking slaps." Yeah, yeah it's like this is actually all right. Obviously, we're ca- we're covering somebody you know who's like super, super famous, super huge. You know, this is like a you know a legendary part of, of Hollywood. So first of all, you've got Manson himself, who has gone on to be very famous because of the Manson family mm. and his crazy helter skelter idea. But he had his own sway over people even back then. Before, but then of course Sharon Tate was also an actor, uh, yeah. married at the time to Roman Polanski. Fuck him. But 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't do a series about the mysteries of Hollywood and then not talk about it. How can yeah, you? Yeah, I know, right? And I mean, oh I know God, we say this because so I mean, like, we, we stretch the definition with Marilyn Monroe, Jane Mansfield, and Walt Disney, but with this, like, you genuinely cannot miss it out. No, no, it's, it's a it's cultural impossible. landmark. It's like the 60s ended when the Manson family happened. Mm. Yeah. It basically ended the hippie movement. Yeah, they're now all painted as like, well, th- this is what happens. You take a lot of drugs and some crazy man with a. Mm. We'll carve a thing into his head and tell people to kill people. I know he did that in prison. But. I'm, very, I'm very fascinated by the fact that, like, I think there's a direct correlation between the sort of free love movement and the, this is sort of a very big era for heroin. <laughs> and I, yeah. think, I think that the free love movement left an awful lot of broken hearts in its wake. Yeah. And I think a lot of people in the free love movement would then start doing heroin. Yeah, it seems like heroin picked up the broken pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, because, God, like, how many stories do we hear about, like, yes, I was in a polyamorous relationship and I was devastated. <laughs> yeah, like, ah, oh, that's... I'm not saying yeah. it can't work, but yes. I think yeah. a lot of yeah, the time yeah, yeah. it doesn't work. No. <laughs> it's a really good point, actually, especially if at the time it was against societal norms. So yes. then, then yeah, probably at the time it wouldn't work because people wouldn't be used to it or suited to it. They'd try it yeah. and then they'd be like, this, this idea I of like, you. yeah, like, I will I save, yeah, I will, I, will, I, will, I will buy into this idea, but also mm. we, we, we love each other just exclusively, okay, right? And then mm. some of them would be like, no, we don't. And then that will mm-hmm. upset them. And then, yeah, of course they turn. And also like mm. Charles Manson was there to sort of like, pick up the broken crockery yeah so he's like hey it's okay you can come with me and yeah yeah ultimate confidence and he he would have seemed otherworldly because i mean he spent more than half his life in jail even at this point when he's in his early 30s unbelievably actually i couldn't believe this um he lived until he was 83 so he he died he died three years ago in um yeah and yeah. Fuck it, <laughs> I, it that blows my mind that he was alive three years, three years ago. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't yeah. it? That's it's the, fucking. It's when crazy. people end up in prison because this—it's the sort of thing like when they leave society. So like I then they're dead to society. Society like whatever. Of. We don't well, care. Well, yeah, I'm, I was I was amazed to uh, to find out like when Ian Brady and Myra Hindley died. When was that? Well, Ian Brady only died in the last. Yeah, he was very recent. In Myra Hindley was years, only about sixty. Did Did you read that she had an affair with Rose West? Uh, apparently prison oh right okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I want to believe it I imagine that their sex was very sensual <laughs> oh I imagine it being quite terrifying um, go for it ladies the thing about so someone's mentioned something about like cults well think about cults and that because that's essentially what Manson family was right it was like a, like a little cult yeah and how it sort of falls apart and this is something that I'm obsessed with is that is basically it's like it's the thing it's the fall of it's like the fall of Rome type thing it's like people yeah. come in power and so someone like Charles you know he has everyone doing everything for him mm. and no one's saying no that's what it is no one mm-hmm. says no and so when that happens things start to fall apart I mean it happened with um, Jonestown where he basically amassed so much power among his followers yes. that no one would refuse anything that he would say or do. Nope. Even to the point where he, when he, before he took them to Guyana, he would play on a loop, like him just berating them, like into a speaker. He'd just be like, you're all pieces of shit, fuck all of you. And, then, like, mm. and they would just sit there and just fucking take it. And that's it. It's like, because no one's going to come in and be like, sir, if you want them to... That's like me and you, Masood, when Suze does it on the podcast. <laughs> we're just like, oh, yes, okay. What's <laughs> we just, we just yes, we it. are, Suze. You're right. We are. Yes, you're absolutely sorry, right. Um, um, you know, um, 
when you say that oh, oh no one ever says no to him and they always carry out their bidding and stuff mm. very famously with the specifically with the uh the tate murders yes there was there was linda kasabian who ah uh, yes didn't do anything yes when 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 she arrived there the the others carried out these awful things and then she yeah. just sort of like bore witness to it and was like no oh god no oh god yeah, no. yeah she and couldn't. She actually couldn't. in her statement afterwards yeah. said that she was about to get in the car and go for help Mm. that's interesting because i wonder that and i'm not sort of saying like well 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 and wagging a finger but i'm wondering like uh saying that you couldn't i mean obviously she went that far and that's obviously a decision that she made she was like no i can't do this now um that's interesting that she had a limit that she went okay look this is and and like you're saying not everyone in all of these cults and things goes Mm. like oh well i'll just listen to everything they say and do it but, that, it, but mad, like Squeaky Fromm didn't kill anyone. She served loads of time in jail because way, way after Charles Manson's uh, imprisonment, mm. she showed up and pointed a gun at Gerald Ford. Oh, oh my God. In a public place. <laughs> and Fucking she was hell. arrested. And I don't know if footage of it exists, but yeah. she's like, oh God, the gun was not loaded. The mm. gun was not loaded. And she's like stupid cops arrested me the gun wasn't even loaded I, she uh, oh. she's out of prison now isn't she yeah and Holy she's shit. terrifying like there's footage of her from you know when she's been in prison in the early 2000s there's footage mm. of her so she's been in prison yeah. at this point like nearly 30 years and she talks about charles manson she's like charlie would say and she'll talk oh. about him very lovingly and what Black she looks out. like is an old nun talking about christ <laughs> Whoa. that's what she looks like it's weird that's yeah mad. but she didn't kill anyone she never killed anyone but conspiracy to commit murder is still still a crime <laughs> yes she tried to assassinate ford in uh, the mid 70s so yeah. when 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 the manson family well i mean so when manson and the others that uh, were involved in the tale La Bianca murders. They were already in prison by this point. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. when she has uh, attempted to assassinate President Ford. She was uh, yeah. sentenced to life in prison, but then was paroled just over ten years ago. So Whoa. she ser- she served thirty four years in prison and is now out. Mm. She's now out. My seventy one years old. Because it was in the same week and a half period that Sarah Jane Moore tried to assassinate Gerald Ford as well and went to prison. Oh, why'd everyone hate Gerald Ford so much? <laughs> oh, it's really weird, isn't it? Sarah, Sarah Jane Moore is like a wacky housewife, but interviews with her are mm. more unsettling than Squeaky from because Sarah Jane yeah. Moore seems like your mum's mate who she talked to over the garden oh, fence. Shit. She doesn't even seem nuts, and that is like creepy. I think it's like a quirk of when like the three of us were born as well. Which mm-hmm. is that um, living memory is different for other people. So yes. this, these, these, uh, the 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 Tate Bianca murders happened fifty one years ago, which mm-hmm. is nothing really. It just so happened it was before we were born. So to us, it's yeah. it, to us, it's like unknowable because it because yes. yeah. like, we were born like fifteen, sixteen years later. So there are, I mean, like to, there there are some people that would have lived through this, remember it vividly. Yeah, uh, and, and it must be nuts. And I mean, That's we have crazy, we yeah. have news stories like that now as well. That like, in years to come, it will be like, oh my god, when people will learn about it. But yeah. well, we're, we're, so we're coming up on well, it's been, hasn't it? Nineteen years since nine eleven. So we're coming yeah. up on twenty years since nine eleven. Yeah, I remember nine eleven so vividly. I can tell oh. you everything I did that day. Yeah, yeah man, me too. It's crazy. I remember it so well. I was sixteen. There are plenty of people 
who don't remember 9-11. Who, yeah, it's not who in maybe born in the mid-90s and don't really remember it. Yeah, or, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. And I mean, specifically, to go back to the, the, the Manson family, because it was only 50-odd years ago, some of them, are, like most of them, are still alive in prison. Mm. Um, Manson died because yeah. he was about 10 years older than everybody else. Yes. Oh, yeah, this is the thing. He would target very young people. Yeah. He's, yeah, absolutely. He was, yeah. Well, that's it. It's it, you. We've all been to a party at when we were younger where we've seen some c- cool older person who's like, hey, guys, and he's got a joint. Yeah. And you're like, all right, hey, how's it going? And you're like, this person's fucking on yeah. it. They know what's going on. This yeah, is a, and they just and that's, hold court. Absolutely. That's who he fucking was. He was that guy that everyone goes, that cool older guy's all right. Yeah, maybe we should yeah. hang out with him. They never question why he has to hang out with kids. Exactly. And yes. you never did. It's funny. It's only when you get older, you're like, Who's that, that was fucking weird, loser? <laughs> I never thought about it in that way, but yeah, he's that guy who has left school and not gone to uni, yeah. and his friends were like fourteen-year-olds, and you're like, yeah. yeah, he's twenty, so he has a car. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, he has a car and he has a girlfriend sometimes, and he's got it's weed. Like, yeah, he's got. Yeah, he seems all right. He seems like a kind of cool guy. He's mm-hmm. fucking not. Oh man, yeah, he's I, got a I, ranch. <laughs> There was one guy, there was one guy involved in the Tate and LaBianca murders who's, I don't know, I can't remember what his real name is, but he was known as Tex Tex. because he was from Texas. Oh yeah, Tex. His real name was uh, Charles. Charles, okay. He was so fucked during the murders that there was a point during the murder, like during the murders, this isn't like on that day, literally while they were killing these people, he looked in the mirror and he didn't know who he was and he couldn't tell himself what his own name was. That's right, yeah. These people were fucked. They were, they they just had to keep, they just kept fucking taking Elsie like all the fucking time. Oh yeah, I remember that. That's fucking crazy. There's that amazing story, isn't there, where they're, because they all ended up on this ranch and um, they were boiling a hallucinogenic root, big root in a pot which your men are like have some of the water of and he grabbed it out of the pot and munched from oh, it. Yeah, and he was stuck. never right again. No. He was yeah. never right again. A part again. of I you mean, dies when you do that. Fucking <laughs> hell. I mean my my uncle did LSD when he was fifteen. Yeah. Um it's my mum's older brother and he was never right again. So like the like I will never touch I don't touch drugs anyway. Mm. Um but I would never touch LSD just because I'm like, look, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it works fine for some people, but mm. I don't want to take the risk of being never the same. Yeah, oh, yeah I know what you mean. Did I, have I ever told you about the, 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 like the only time I tried them? Oh, where you're outside waiting for a uh, Yeah, no, so president? what happened yeah. was I, uh, I found myself at the signing of uh, the Declaration of Independence in 17, <laughs> with the Founding Fathers. Yeah, and, that's um, right. The story is uh, so crisp. I love this, Chris. <laughs> And, and like Benjamin Franklin turned to me and said, "This is going to be a bad trip." So I went and waited outside. Yeah, you wait. Yeah, you couldn't even. Oh, I just imagine like the big band the music playing, like that presidential bar. music. It was yeah. It's like it's it, it was the worst story at the time, but now that I do comedy, it's the best story. It's, it's really great. good. It's really funny. Oh my god. <laughs> It's a brain-altering chemical, right? And um, like you're saying, the the eating that... He basically ate like a bunch of like pure 
fucking hallucinogen route. Which if you yeah. do, like, no one should ever, ever do that, ever. Even, like, it's fucking a stupid idea. So, like, yeah, yeah. of course. He, he basically opened up his head and took a shit in his brain and then shut it forever. <laughs> is what he did to it. But, like, it's um... It's it's really crazy that because I think that's what they, that's what they were all doing, wasn't it? They were just he. That's part of Manson's thing is that he kind of also just fucking fed them this stuff. Yeah, yes. all the time. He wanted to be in charge of a group of people. Like he mm. he loved it in this in a similar way to Jonestown. Although I'd say arguably Charles Manson caused so much less damage than um, Jim Jones. Of course, um, of course, of course. But. He wanted to have this group of underlings who worshipped him. Oh, completely. And I think that's where he's more similar to Hitler than, like, Ted Bundy. Well, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he also just, like, controlled them just mentally by fucking just and dosing also, them up it, to the eyeballs. Yeah, and it is very shrewd as well, targeting vulnerable younger people mm. and mm-hmm. setting yourself up to be this kind of, like, I can save you. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, to the point where he managed to convince them or some of them to commit murder which um, is now, yeah. so well, well, yeah let's move on to Sharon Tate now because mm-hmm. I feel like it's it, I mean it, it's what led to Manson's arrest so mm-hmm. Sharon Tate was uh, was an actor married to Roman Polanski fuck him I think I feel like that's what we should call him that yeah that's his full name, name. Roman name. Polanski fuck him this isn't me standing up for Roman Polanski. I want it known. Um, but I feel like... <laughs> what a way to start a sentence. <laughs> yeah. This isn't me standing up for Roman Polanski, but... Hey. Um, no, I think uh, Roman Polanski was very, very haunted by her murder. Without I think, a doubt. Um, In his autobiography, he calls it the mm. biggest regret of his life that he wasn't there. I mean, yeah. he yeah. wouldn't be able to do anything if he were there. No, no they'd have killed him. Um, but yeah. I think that probably goes for a lot of people who have someone die. Of even course. if it's not a murder, they would yes. go, oh, yeah. if I'd been there, I could have done something. I think also, and obviously no one will ever stick up for Roman Polanski. What a piece <laughs> of shit. They shouldn't. What, what a, a piece of shit. Why would you? Why but, would um, you? He did raise a very good point at the time. Which is, you know how we, we, I mean, this has been a recurring theme in our Hollywood series anyway, about the press sensationalizing stuff. Yes. Yeah. He actually was uh, calling it out as it happened, because bearing in mind he was married to Sharon Tate. Mm-hmm. Like the press started speculating baselessly that mm-hmm. uh, Sharon Tate and the friends that she was with were taking drugs at the time. Mm-hmm. Even oh, though yeah, she was eight right. months pregnant. Yeah, she was to- a sweaty pregnant lady. And toxicology <laughs> reports ruled it out. Yeah, The press was still like... Oh, so like they were they were doing this when it happened, and it's like, what? Are you, why? Why are you trying to justify the fact that they're dead? What is going mm-hmm. on? You can't justify that. Why are you doing backflips to say to kind it's, of imply that they deserved it? This is pathetic. Amazing, isn't it? It is incredible. It feels very and I'm much someone, like that. I'm like I have my own uh, family history with drugs, so I am I'm anti drugs. I'm less bad than I used to be, but I used to be like so vehemently anti drugs. Mm. And now I'm kind of like, well, I don't do drugs, but if you want to, you can. Um, I think that is heinous and always have done. I think it's mm. disgusting that there was this thing like, it's like, it's the sort of thing when you, you know, the old slasher movie thing where, oh, if you're a virgin, you won't get killed. Yeah, you get right. Punished yeah. Having sex. Yeah. Um, it's sort of that level of puritanical from the press, this who are literally the gutter press. Oh, without well, yeah. a doubt. I mean, like they've been. Uh, I would argue that if there's been a villain over our Hollywood series as a whole, it's been the press. 
Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the mystery the killers, is above, they're the, the, yeah. above the criminals. Above all of the criminals. Um, it's yeah. definitely because, the press. I mean, like, they, um, uh, the, the, the criminals do awful, awful, awful things. They're fucking mm. cunts. Mm-hmm. But the press, even after that well, fact, try and uh, they, they, they besmirch the memory of the person who was lost. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they will do fucking anything for, to for make for commercial it gain, mm. and it's yes. it's yeah, it's it's dreadful. So like uh, with Marilyn Monroe, with Jay Mansfield, um, yes. with Georgette Beredorf, with uh, yeah. uh, with Sharon Tate, Elizabeth Short, now, with all yeah. of those people, and then with Sharon Tate now, it's kind mm. of like okay, there's a very clear villain here, and it's Charles yeah. Manson uh, who, who who got these people to go and do this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. Let's not try and say that the woman who was eight months pregnant who got stabbed eighteen times. <laughs> Yeah. Five yeah. of those wounds were fatal in and of themselves. Mm. Let's not say that somehow she was asking for it. She was exactly Let, right. Why, yeah. why would we do that? It's yeah. Oh, the twenty-six-year-old woman having her first child got up yeah. to a thing or two. And that's like, the other thing. Twenty-six. She yeah, was twenty-six. Very, very she was young. a baby. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was twenty-six. I was still wearing my fucking kappa suits. Nappies. I thought you were going to say nappies. <laughs> <laughs> I was still wearing nappies. <laughs> Doing wheeze and poops. <laughs> it's a uh, right where I stood. It's it's like it's interesting. Yeah, it's like, like I think they they also were jumping on. Like you're saying, the the press really jump on this puritanical. Like mm. oh, these hippies. Th- I mean, for then it was hippies. It wasn't so much the sex. Well, thing. I think they like were also trying to condemn thing. that movement as well, weren't yeah. they? Um, oh, yeah. Big, because a oh, lot of a lot yeah. of the a lot of the the hippie movement was to uh, was was against Vietnam and for example an anti government so yeah. yeah the 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 hippie movement sort of um laid the blueprint for punk which was like the manufactured version of the hippie movement with a bit yes. of danger added to yeah, it which That's is like right. you didn't even need to do that because people vi- people demonized hippies anyway but I mean, yeah. like, I don't understand why then they would still go after Sharon Tate because she was the victim of this movement they were trying to vilify. Oh my God, it seems crazy. like so. Yeah, it, it's. She shouldn't have been so beautiful. That's essentially. It's what as if they can't pass up the opportunity to go after a woman. <laughs> it's, it's so. Yeah, funny you know, that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so strange. This entire series, that's what I've been feeling with that. It's like, wow, they just. The press are really just mm. fucking horrible pigs, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> die pigs die. Yeah. Die, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know that, reference they uh, they wrote die pigs die in um in, in sharon tate's blood blood at the scene which yeah. is i mean dread this is probably the mo- one of the most gruesome ones we've done uh, oh yeah it's and awful. roman polanski actually uh, had a picture taken at the house where you can still see it's faded because they try clean it off but you can still see some of that writing behind it yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. fucking awful it's such it a it's very unsettling but that was their whole like that, that was, was the purpose, purpose of, of it. it. Yeah. They were like, did we freak you out? Did we freak you out, though? That's their whole thing. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Because, I mean, like, he was trying to bring about Helter Skelter. So that yeah. that's what that's um, what the murder was. It's like, he was talking about Helter Skelter, and he said when we... That's why he picked Sharon Tate, because at the time she was, you know, this... I think upcoming star. Upcoming star, and so they're like, right, well, we kill her... And we'll mm-hmm. blame it on. Was it? Was that it? They'd blame it on some, some black. They were people hoping or... they'd blame it on black people. Yeah, yes. this is where and I'm a bit fuzzy because yeah. you, um, uh, I think you two guys know more about this case than I do. Yeah. So I was a bit hazy on why he thought this would precipitate Helter Skelter. Because so what you're saying is that maybe then he assumed everybody was as racist as him. So he was like, yes. oh, let's yeah. kill somebody and they'll just assume black people did yeah. it. Yeah. Let's, kill, let's kill someone really famous that's in the, it's hot that everyone knows, like, as in, like, in the public eye that everyone knows. Mm. And then like, everyone will go, wait a minute, black people definitely killed yeah. her. And then they'll, they'll turn. It's like he thought there would be a terrible crime. The yeah. police would turn up and they would go, it's black guys, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black it's guys such did a, this yeah. <laughs> I just... Uh, I, Instead of the people who were sat there in her blood crying and screaming and going, what did we do? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very weird, though. It's also an example. This case is amazing because it kind of encapsulates everything we talk about on our podcast. Because um, it's also a good example of, hey, stupid police. Because the, the first night there were murders and then the second night there were identical murders mm. very nearby. And yeah. the police said... How many people died with Sharon Tate? Was the five, and then the second night there were two. Just two. Yeah. Is that right? Um, but the police said, "Oh, these—it's not the same people who have killed both." Because the notion no. of a serial killer did not exist. No. In, no, that's in the true. Which is, and actually, do you remember um, this? This seems like a really obscure case and episode to bring up with relation to this. But do you remember the episode we did with Susie Bennett about the guest star from Columbo? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, she was murdered by. Uh, so she was just shot, and mm. there was a there was a very similar crime. There was a crime spree happening at the time. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Was this the one? It was like a robbery crime. Spree uh, yes, she was. Yeah. Walking, she was leaving the studio with a friend of hers, yeah. and uh, and you know, the, 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 somebody just walked up and just shot them both. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Got out of a van and yeah. did it, didn't they? Yeah. The Barbara Colby. Barbara Colby was. That's the, the one. Colby. Yeah. Uh, and I, I know that it does feel that, that, yeah, that is like a very obscure case to bring up, but it's kind of the same thing where it's like the idea of the, the same people doing this was yeah. not, that, no, they hadn't really thought about it. Despite yeah, the fact crazy. that there had been serial killers. Oh, yeah. But they, they were Jack sprees, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. H.H. Right? Holmes had lived and died by that point, hadn't he, as yeah. well? In yeah, the 60s. yeah. And he, he built a whole century. fucking hotel. He where built he... his murder hotel, yeah. We should um, do H.A. Holmes at oh, one point. There's, no, there's zero mystery, but the mystery is, how the fuck did he get away with this? He had yeah. Trump-like qualities, because yes. he employed people to build his murder hotel, would never show them the full blueprint, yeah. and then yeah. would always refuse to pay them because they hadn't done it well enough. What are they going to do? Fucking chase the invoice? He'll kill them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It turns um, out that H.H. H. Holmes only really paid 750 marks in uh, <laughs> tax as well for his whole <laughs> That guy, he was a tax evader, and that's oh. the worst thing I will say about him. About H.H. <laughs> H. Holmes? Absolutely. The 
this is the drugs thing as well, isn't it? They've Absolutely. Gone, like, we're the centre of the universe and everyone agrees with us. Yeah, Completely. Yeah, you sort of like, you think everybody sees the world the same way that we do. No, absolutely. It's this thing of, yeah, the delusion of, well, it's the Christ delusion, isn't it? That's what he was experiencing. Mm. <laughs> and it was only reinforced by his followers. <laughs> so yeah. He, yeah. he even had a sort of Christ-like look. Yeah, the long hair, yeah. the the no the no shoes, kind of yeah. wandering around, the swastika yeah. between the eyes. Yeah, yeah classic, classic. <laughs> Christ. I know very that was Jesus. later. I know that came later. That was his. That was his disco years. But um, <laughs> have you seen? Um, I was oh, uh, was it uh, Bad Times at the El Royale? That film that came out. I oh yeah, a couple years it. ago. And you know, I know Cynthia Erivo. Really? Yeah. I, I think our, we used to sing together sometimes. Out of the two of us, it's hard to know which one's more successful. <laughs> is it the one with the Oscar, or is it Sue's Kempner? <laughs> that has to that has to that has to do this every Thursday with Christmas. Living in a, with Christmas living in her mum's house, going, which serial killer are we going to talk about this week? Hanging <laughs> hanging out with these two bums. Yeah. <laughs> these these two chumbos. These two absolute chumbos. She's Mate. definitely closer to an Oscar than I am. I'm going to drink some Mr. Black neat. Uh, the guy who plays Thor, what's his name? Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. He plays a kind of Manson-esque character in mm. it. Although he's what Manson thinks he is in his head because mm. like, he's obviously taller, blonde, and a much more good-looking, very, very handsome mm. man. So it's like, you're watching, you're like, ah, that's who Manson thought he was. <laughs> he definitely yeah. was not the thing about man. The thing about Manson's height is it turns out it's disputed. He's either five foot two or five foot six, according to other different different sources oh. have you seen pictures of Charles Manson that fucking guy's five foot two he's, he's teeny he's, he's fu- in um in Mindhunter he is weeny it's that very actor, cute though, Masood, even though I was going to say that's not actually that's not I Charles know. Manson then. but the, but they picked a very small actor which made he's it quite fun he's the same guy who played Charles Manson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yes they, it was cool that they so did that good he's so good it was a bit like when I saw the Bohemian Rhapsody movie which I won't talk about um, <laughs> Other than uh, Rami Malek, like the actors playing Brian, Roger and John, they're so much like them. And you watch the film, you're like, well, they've got an unfair advantage because they've actually got Brian May to play young Brian. <laughs> <laughs> He's so they went much back like in him. time and actually <laughs> got the guys. They also cast Matt Smith as Charles Manson in one thing. And he's, yeah, he's way too tall. The, the thing yeah, is, he's is that, like yeah. a very tall man. But also, yeah. he's very good, so he could probably play a really brilliant Manson. I reckon he could nail it. He slouches though. I walked past him in Soho once, and I was like, "You're posture, mate. You're taller than that." Whoa. That's a that's a tall guy thing though. Oh, what was that? He was, he was like properly it comes like from being like a kid and shooting up too fast, and they yeah, yeah, like yeah. shrink. Um, yeah. Phil, uh, Matt right. Smith. Matt Smith isn't like a giant, but he's five eleven. So is that's he only? Okay. Oh, I thought yeah, he was taller yeah, yeah. than that. Okay. No, he's five eleven. Ah, oh, it's tall. That's tall. That's, that's tall tallish. Yeah, it's, it's tall enough tall to, to not play, play Charlie. Yeah, exactly. Even if you agree with the five six thing. So he who in... plays Squeaky from? Should have been me. Yeah. <laughs> they put. They put. I've been in Assassins twice. Yeah. I've been in two different productions of it. I've only played Squeaky from in one of them. Um, when they were putting on Assassins, I campaigned very hard for to play Squeaky from. Oh wow! <laughs> there's still a bit of me that's like. Come on. Yeah. And it's like, do I just see myself as a psychopathic? That's your <laughs> mindless follower. Suze, 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 you have incredible range. Yeah. But you can also specialize. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, that's I, totally. I have to say, of all the roles I've played in musicals, I think 
Squeaky From was yeah. the one that came easiest to me. That was that. Oh. Charlie says. <laughs> oh, she's so weird. The role she, is really fun. I'm going to well. go and look at these interviews because, like, I'm not. They're I'm not so lying. This is probably. Uh, this is genuinely the first episode of Mystery on the Rocks we've done where, like, you two know more than me. Yeah. Right. Because I I research the cases, so even when yeah. even when I start researching an episode, like I'd know mm. nothing. I've had two days to read mm-hmm. about it before we record. Yeah. Whereas usually this usually it's a surprise for me. Yeah, and this yeah. one is such a big case, and mm. like obviously I know about the Manson family yeah. and Sharon Tate and Squeaky from, but mm. I only know the top lines. Like I don't mm. know like the nitty gritty. And I feel like, cause even when sometimes we go on tangents on an episode, you yeah. two will talk about this case. So I know that mm-hmm. you know more than I do. So this has been really fun for me. There's a, isn't there something right. with, with before they went and, and uh, murdered uh, Sharon Tate, I think was it Tex or something? He'd fucked something up with a drug dealer or something like that. Yes. Oh um, God, what is this? And he went to um, like, he basically, uh, he did this quite a lot. Like Tex would like, go to meetings and just ruin things oh yeah absolutely yeah he, he basically do what i imagine uh you know when your head when you're like wouldn't it be really funny if i fucked this meeting up he did that except that was he his regular life all the time um and so like yeah he, i think charlie wanted him to go pick something up and he went to this drug dealer and like shoved a gun in his face and like freaked him out which he wasn't totally supposed to do because right. charlie said something like go take care of him Meaning, like, go and Look pay after him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like... Yeah, Charles Manson, there was a lot of this, like... His, his instructions were too vague. Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, and what he meant was, like, go and take care of Sharon Tate. And he meant, like, go and look after, put a pillow there. She needs a <laughs> pregnancy pillow. She's about to give birth. She's it's a lovely woman. It's very much like the government's COVID uh, instructions. They're, they're not clear. Stay home. Control the virus. Kill five kill people. Sharon <laughs> there's, very, there's like the what he said to Sadie was, um, "I'll go kill him for me, Sadie." And he maintains like I didn't actually mean it. But you hear that, and and from what I know about the case, you go, "Yeah, maybe he didn't mean it." Yeah, like, it's fair, fair enough. These people were crazy and they were on drugs. And yeah, yeah she went and she took everything super literally because. Charles Manson ultimately wanted power. He didn't get joy out of people's death. It was no. the power it brought that he liked. It was, it was all that, yeah. I'm looking at Tex, Tex Watson. He's still alive, by the way. He's still in prison. Is he? Um, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. He's 74 Fuck's right sake. now. He's 74. But, um, They're so young. He, uh, yeah, well, it's, um, it's interesting if you read his, about his early life. And it kind of goes to show what kind of people that Manson would pray Oh, on. and you look at Charlie Manson's... Um, uh, oh. life as a kid and you go you almost start to go oh fuck this could have been so much worse which is such yeah. a ridiculous thing to think but his horrendous childhood I was about to say uh, we got sidetracked but earlier on mm. I can't remember what, what someone said but it prompted me to uh, the fact that he lived until he was 83 mm. he only spent 13 years of his life not being supervised in some capacity. Yeah, he was like, in a juvenile detention yeah, that, centre. Yeah. That's 70 years of his life, either in, in care, in juvie, wow, or yeah. in prison. 70 years of his whole life. He was so much happier life. incarcerated. Yeah. yeah. And of course, like, 13 years free will probably send you mad if you've oh, only known yeah. the other if stuff. Yeah, if even as a kid um, you've been in prison. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Tex, uh, Tex Watson obviously was born Charles. He uh, was called Tex because he was from Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a common nickname for anyone from Texas. It yeah. feels yeah. like it's, it's in, a, um, a cliche. It's in, it's in Glow, isn't it? Oh, like... no, it's in... Uh, oh, is it? 
I think it's in Glow as it's well. In the Peter Serafinowicz, he's like, my name's Tex. I like oh. Amer- he likes American things. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that fucking character. Um, <laughs> so he was an honor student at high school and he was an athlete and he was the editor of the school paper. Mm. Uh, and then uh, he went to the University of North Texas. So he was sort of like, he, first of all, he was an honor student and a good athlete. Mm-hmm. And then obviously uh, fell in with Charles Manson. Yeah, mm. with the wrong crowd. Yeah, I mean, Manson's upbringing was horrendous. His mother was in and out of jail. She hated him. She would frequently... She, I think she sold him. Uh, oh, yeah. A, like, she gave him away to a couple who wanted kids in exchange for, like, some beer. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he ran away from this couple and found his way back to his mother who then said, Ugh. like, she... <laughs> yeah, just was like, oh, I thought I sold you. God yeah, damn it. Yeah, when he was like 10 or something. Um, the he... idea, the idea that like, he's not a person that would then find her again. The yeah. you're like, oh, I thought I solved this problem. Oh, oh Jesus. God. Yeah, like, his, he didn't have a father. His mother didn't give a fuck about him. This is no excuse for his later behavior. No, but, but he was then very he was then abused in juvenile detention and he was only in there for doing petty crimes and stuff. Um, and you go, oh, I think this guy could have ended up being Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> if he had well, like yeah. more. Um... This guy, like you look at Hitler's upbringing, it's nothing like Charles Manson's. Ted Bundy's upbringing. So Ted Bundy was brought up thinking his grandmother was his mother it was one of those things and, and brought up thinking his mother was his sister oh yeah very young and then he found oh, that yeah. out later um like jack nicholson kind of, yeah this is it and people often cite this as like well ted bundy was actually brought up thinking his sister was his mother and like that's no excuse ted bundy was a crazy yeah. person that's what happened there jack nicholson's fine Jack Nicholson was one of the biggest rakes in Hollywood and was not yeah. named in Me Too, possibly because he likes consent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's probably a classy guy that is really, really yeah. nice. Yeah, I can't understand it. I mean, like, no one I've ever had sex with actually wanted me. But <laughs> I still waited for their grudging consent. Grudging, grudging consent? <laughs> oh, dearie me. Any port in a storm and I'm like, hot diggity down! Yeah, it's you're absolutely right though. I think like when you when you go back and look at the the sort of uh, what makes these people, it doesn't excuse it at all completely. But then you sort of go, well, I can see how those things, when they combined, can possibly create this absolute uh, you know mess, <laughs> um, which is the best way I could probably describe it. Well, I mean, like yes, I think that obviously he's the villain of the piece. Yes, but you like. It's it's right that I think they are in prison because they did horrible things, awful things. It's oh not like God. they they can't like they can't wash their hands from it completely and go we were under the illusion of Charles Manson. No, uh, because, because the illusion of Charles Manson is not unbreakable because no, Linda Kasabian managed to break to it break and, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So oh yeah, all of this like none of this um, none of this happens without Charles Manson. Equally, none of this happens without the Manson family and none of this happens without LSD. Yes. And like you said, you can't, you know, they, she managed to sort of snap out of it and go, fuck, wait a minute, we're going to kill somebody. This is bullshit. Um, I think that always is really mad how 
was it, it was Tex who was sort of was like, I don't even know who I was when that was happening. Yeah. Yes, which is crazy. Yeah. Unbelievable. But also, yeah. it's like if you find yourself in a position where that happens, you should not be... Completely. No. And it's no, like, no, um, no. Uh, so, You're danger uh, to yourself as much as anyone else. So Tex Watson, uh, I think they were all initially every one of them sentenced to the death penalty, but there was some legislation that changed that said the death penalty was not constitutional mm. uh, in Fuck. the state. They were... Then their sentences were commuted to life in prison, uh, which meant that they were valid for parole by the law because mm. life in prison oh, because, meant they yeah. were valid for parole. They were all denied it. So so Tex Watson, he was denied parole, parole 17 times. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Uh, so uh, Susan Atkins, who was also there... Uh, one of the uh, one of the culprits. Mm. She was she was denied parole an awful lot because some of them were actually so some of them died in prison. Uh, yeah. So Susan Atkins died. Uh, she died in two thousand nine. At the time, she was the the longest serving female prisoner. Whoa! Uh, well, like uh, like uh, in California. Wow! Mm-hmm. And and then she died in prison. I don't know how many times she was denied parole. There was Patricia Krenwinkel, which is a great name. Krenwinkel. Yeah, she was the one who had, like, um, a terrible thyroid problem, which led to a lot of excess body hair. (laughs) She was quite a... I think it's her. She was quite a big, beefy woman, and Charles Manson took her virginity, and she talks about it as being just the most wonderful night of her life. You know it would have been fucking awful, don't you? Well... They all talk about what a sensual lover he was. No fucking way. She was um, twenty-one at the time of the at the time she committed mm-hmm. the, the the murders. Yeah, she's uh, a baby. Since as well. since yeah, she's still alive. She's seventy-two. Mm. Uh, since the death of Susan Atkins, she is now the longest incarcerated female oh. in California. Okay. Um, how many times was she denied parole? Because it was a lot. If she's still Jesus. alive, then uh, uh, oh, she's going to be eligible to have a further parole. Uh, hearing in 2022. Shit. Mm. I'm oh. looking at a picture of her I have now. a funny feeling they're going to say fine. no. What's the problem with her? This idea that she... Because she was quite bullied by the other Manson family, apparently. Yeah, she's totally... She's oh, this happens attractive. a lot when we record the show as well. As is, is both... You Google pictures and go, yeah, yeah. I would. We go, yeah. Me and yeah. Sue talk about how much we want to have sex with various murderers. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Um, tell you who's... Sweetie Fong and Sexy Sadie are the hottest ones. Sexy Sadie uh, is not my name for her, by the way. In, uh, in 2004, Krenwinkel uh, uh, had a parole hearing and she was asked who would she place at the top of the list of people she's harmed and she responded, myself. Mm. Wow. Which feels selfish considering she killed people. Yeah, she's never getting out of jail if no. she's got no remorse. That's, yeah. Uh, but again, I, how many times has she been denied parole? It doesn't, I can't find out. Um, but a lot of them have been denied, like double figures, they've all been denied parole. Because uh, mm. the thing is, is that the, the, the law, they have to. Bl- like, they have to fulfill that part of the contract of the law of like, you can go for it, but we will always say no. <laughs> yeah. Atkins was denied parole 14 times, but then died in 2019. Krem Winkle has been denied parole 14 times as well, most recently in 2017. Uh, Manson himself, obviously, he died of a cardiac arrest from... uh, As an old man. Respiratory failure and colon cancer, only just three years ago. He had prison groupies as well, didn't he? He had... Or he got married. Oh, my God. I mean, he was still either still married or just divorced from a very attractive woman in her mid-twenties who was called Star uh, when he was a really old man. And she was just out to um, 
you know, make money from this. She wasn't in love with him. No, but of course I get not. the feeling like Charles Manson knew and was like, eh, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, he get laid, he's in prison, he gets to brag to all no his sorority. fucking prison guys. Yeah. Uh, the, there's, so- there's a very weird bit of footage of Charles Manson where he's asked an interview, I think in the 80s, so he's been in prison some time, and they say to him, who is Charles Manson? And he does, like, a series of crazy faces. Like, he goes, and then he goes, nobody and it's very unsettling oh, but also you have to tell yourself he fucking knows what he's doing yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this he... is where the insanity plea comes in because people yeah. think the insanity plea means oh they're mentally ill no, no. it's whether they know what they're doing is right or wrong yeah. 100%, Charlie Manson yeah. is completely unhinged however he also knows he knows this is fucking with people he... I'm gonna find it well that's um, how because he, he convinced totally people it. you can't you can't like yeah. um, you can't not know what you're doing and have that many people follow you that's completely you completely then obviously there was Tex who was denied who's mm. been denied parole 17 times Finally, of the five that were arrested for the Tate LaBianca murders, there was uh, Leslie Van Houten, who mm. she was the youngest of the lot of them. Uh, and when she was convicted, because uh, the trial and everything went on for a long time, they weren't actually convicted until 1971, which is two, almost two years after yeah. the, the the murders. Whoa. She was she was only 21 at the time of the conviction, which means she would have been 19 or 20 at the time of the murders. And then she became the youngest woman ever put on death row in California. Mm. obviously the the change in the death penalty laws in california meant that they then was commuted to life in prison and she's still in prison and Mm -hmm. she's been denied parole 22 times jesus christ most recently last year most recently last year you just stop going after like six you'd be like yeah i don't think i'm fucking there's no point listen to this her three most recent parole hearings she was approved for parole by the board what it was overturned in each case by the governor at the time of California because apparently they can do that. So yeah. The go- so, like, the parole board were like, yes, yeah, she's reformed, we can release her. But the, the governor of California, uh, there have been two separate ones. So, Jerry Brown orig- originally, and then Gavin Newsom, who's, mm. I think, maybe the current one, they both were like, no, she's not happening, she's not getting it. Yeah, fucking hell, man. Of course. Yeah, you just be like, nah, sorry, not doing that. Can you imagine like being the governor of California at the time that one of the Manson family gets released from prison? Shit. You, that's mm-hmm. the worst fucking term. The, they don't fancy the idea, do they? Of course not. No, of course not. You wouldn't be like, oh, go on, give them a chance. <laughs> no, you just fucking like, no, send them back, fucking send them yeah. back twice. Um, public pressure. Of course, you know. That's I mean, fucking... we, they sort of opened the golden age of the serial killer. The 70s and early 80s are the golden age of the serial killer. Yeah. Uh, and Charles Manson marks the end of the 60s. So, yeah. Despite not being a serial killer. With, with the La Bianca uh, murders as well. It's more of a spree, isn't it? Yeah. There? Well, I think ser- it's strange because serial, the sort of categories seem to kind of change. Like serial obviously implies that there is a MO, a specific MO that the killer yeah. is following. It just means you've killed more than three people. More than three people. Over a period of time, but... And some of them no. are, are under a specific MO of like, oh, it has to be blonde people or whatever. But, oh, yeah, like Ted Bundy, all his victims look kind of the same. And, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but a lot of people confuse that with that being the actual definition. When you're right, it's just more than three uh, people. It's just serial mm. meaning a series of. Yeah. And uh, but is it the rule of three? Is the rule like of comedy? Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> comedy and murders. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how you know it works. It's, that's the punchline. Yeah. Uh, with the La Bianca murders, uh, I was in. I'm kind of that one. That's one I don't know too much about actually. Um, oh, let, well, let's touch on that because while we're talking about the Manson family and Sharon Tate, hmm. the uh, the Labianca murders. So it was uh, Leslie Van Houten was not involved in the Sharon Tate one. No. Uh, so Charles Manson took the four murderers from the Sharon Tate one, plus Leslie Van Houten and a guy called Steve Grogan. Um, oh yeah. He took them for a drive because he wasn't happy with how the previous night's murders had gone. Oh, he was Jesus. like, I think you knew better. I've got, I've got notes. I've What's got he, notes. like fucking HR? He's like, listen, yeah. guys. He took the six followers out to show them how to do it. Right. And he considered... So during the course that they were in the car for a couple of hours, he considered a few murders and then attempted one. Uh, and then he told Kasabian to drive to this specific location, which is Waverley Drive. And it was the home of supermarket executive Leno and Rosemary Labianca. Mm. They lived next door to a house where the Manson family members had been to a party the previous year. So that's they went to a place they knew, basically. Right, um, yeah, yeah. According to Kasabian and, and Atkins, the, the, the one that died in prison, Charles Manson disappeared up the driveway and then he returned to say that he tied up the house's occupants. He then sent Watson up with Cronwinkle and Van Houten uh, and then Watson states in his autobiography, Watson wrote an autobiography, by the way, oh, fuck that Manson went up alone, returned to take him up to the house with him, and then Manson put a sleeping man through a window. The two entered through the unlocked back door. And then at the trial, Tex Watson added that he went along with the woman's account because it made him look that much less responsible. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but as Watson related it, Manson awoke Leno Labianca from the couch at gunpoint, had Watson tie him up with a leather thong. Uh, uh, then Rosemary... Labianca was brought into the living room from the bedroom. Did they bring the thong with them or was that at the house? <laughs> I just like they did, they brought it with them. They're like, we'll tie him up with this. You didn't bring any rope? No, I, I, this is all I got. <laughs> yeah. Linda, take it off. Take off your underwear. We need it. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So they brought the wife, Rosemary, in. Mm. Watson followed Manson's instructions to cover the couple's heads with pillowcases. Yeah. Which then it was bound in place, apparently with a lamp flex. Right. Uh, Manson left. He sent Cranwinkle and Van Houten into the house with instructions that you should kill the couple. Oh, right, right, right. And that's why... They, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also they wrote Death to Pigs as well. Uh, yeah. It's weird because they're, they're very, very different from a Sharon Tate. Like, they were... They owned a supermarket, but, like, it's not like people be like, oh, no, the supermarket moguls. Well, well, we must start a race war now. Like, it just seems very strange. Uh, picking, like they obviously They obviously yeah. picked them because they're like... Yeah, because like you said, Charles just went, fucking, these people look rich. That, that was the other thing, too. I think it was just like, oh, we'll kill rich people, and that's, that's kind of the part of the MO of upsetting well, the balance of... There's, some, there's something else as well that happened this same night. So they did that. So mm. obviously, the Labianca La couple were murdered, gruesomely as well. So like, even when they were dead, they were still pla- like putting steak knives into the throats Christ. of them. Christ. Mm. Afterwards, Manson drove the, the other three family members while they were killing these people. He drove them to, to Venice in California yeah. to an actor's house. He left them there and then he drove back to, uh, to the ranch. He'd left the other two family members at the Labianca's house to yeah. leave them to hitchhike home back to the ranch. So he was like, I'll leave you to do this. You make your own way home after Fuck when you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And he wanted... He's like uh, a crap dad, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> And he wanted uh, he wanted them to murder the, this actor in the apartment, but actually Kasabian stopped the murder attempt. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. uh, and she did that very cleverly. She knocked on she deliberately knocked on the wrong apartment door and woke up a stranger. So there was. Oh, a, okay. uh, so they abandoned the murder plan, and and then Atkins, who was the the one that the one that died yeah. uh, in prison, she just shat in the stairwell on the way out. <laughs> They're a classy bunch. Yeah, can you imagine that? Just like, I'll show them. What are you? Oh, no, what are you? Ah, for fuck. Yeah, all right. Just hurry it up, will you? Just come on. We got a shit. (laughs) She's like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. She says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, that's what happened. And then, of course, they got. They got arrested when they because they they obviously had to hunt them down who it was. Um, they nearly didn't get Charlie Manson, they nearly didn't find him. He'd hidden in a little tiny cupboard, and um, the cops were like, Well, I'm not even going to bother looking in that little tiny cupboard because no human being could fit in there. And um, and then they saw his gross hair sticking out, and they were like, yeah, his oh. disgusting Charlie Manson hair. And they went, hang on. And they opened it. They were like, how the fuck did he fit in there? And he came out of the cupboard. Oh, my God. I just, the the whole thing of him being found in that cupboard, yeah. Because I'm looking at the cupboard underneath my TV cabinet. And it's, like, in my TV cabinet. <laughs> it was and probably tiny, something like that. And I imagine I think that I could fit in Charlie Manson's cupboard. We're the same height. When you say his hair sticking out, it's not even, like, it's not even like a little strand of hair. It's like half yeah, it's of his like fucking his head, head is sticking yeah. out. Yeah. He's giggling like a six-year-old playing hide-and-seek. Like, hee-hee-hee. <laughs> uh, what did he say when he, when he came Yeah, out? what's the quote, Suze? I'm trying to find it. It's, it's really amazing. The police said it's unsettling, like so much of what he said. I mean, like, I just watched that video of him, the fucking thing where he's like, <laughs> and oh, you're just weird, like, what Oh, it's weird, isn't it? Did you see it? I yeah, sent yeah. it in the Oh, it's group. fucking outrageous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a way with words. When he was on his trial, he said, prison's in your mind. Can't you see I'm free? He said that. It's such a good quote. Yeah. Well, also, he was a songwriter, Suze. That is true. He was gigging. He he was never off. He was never off. That's a problem with Charlie when you hang out with him. He's always on. He's never, he never. Yeah. When he was, uh, when he was on his, when he was on his trial, he was, he was sitting in the, he was sitting in the dock and then he would turn the microphone around to the audience and go, you sing this one. (laughs) (laughs) prison's in your mind come on everybody you know the words can't you see I'm free (laughs) one of the jurors is like yeah oh sorry actually do you know what it's it's sort of coming back to me Um, I think he was the police opened the cupboard door and he just said hi I think it's that it's it's like it's so weird it's It's something like something that a child would do it is Mm, really fucking hi what what should we how should we round this sucker up? I mean there's so much there's so much more to cover but like you say we're trying to do mm. one episode aren't we yeah There's no, there's more stuff but that that's Oh that, yeah that, I mean those those no. are the headlines of the Manson the family how and the Sharon Tate really say, yeah. yeah Yeah and and the LaBianca stuff I sort of knew a little bit about but like it was good to sort of hear that again and kind of get a like a bit more of um of that Is there um is there anything from the archive Suze? About, oh yeah, uh, any any about musically his... about the Manson family slash Tate LaBianca murders? You'd think there wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think there wouldn't be because, like, why, like, you know, why would there be? Uh, but there is. Yes, there were two more women who hung out with the Manson family. Okay. Uh, but at the time of the murders, they had an alibi, which was they were already in prison. 
<laughs> the, these two women who were singer singer songwriters themselves they were in prison at the time of the murders for um just being generally indecent in public because they were i don't uh, charlie manson said these two are too disgusting even for me that was his yeah, famous he, quote wow. about them uh but yes they did have a song about the Manson family. I cannot believe yeah. that I didn't see the fact that Almonds and Champagne were going to be in the Manson <laughs> family coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, of course they were. I'm, I'm like, yeah, that, absolutely. They should. They were. I thought yes. exactly. They're totally. Of course they're going to be in. In fact, I'm surprised they didn't even fucking start the family. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Didn't yeah. didn't, Man, didn't Charles Manson write one of their songs? Is that the one you're yeah, about I'm to play? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. It, yeah, it is. And it's called. Killing in the name of. <laughs> Killing in the name of dot, 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 Charles Manson. Oh, okay, yeah, there we go. That's the song. Um, so Charles, Charles Manson, Manson wrote the song we're about to hear. He was very, very scared of them. Uh, and at one point, there was a huge bust up because he flat out refused to have sex with either of them. Yeah. God, Charles Manson was afraid of almonds and champagne. Oh Everybody God, was. Yeah. Everybody was. Yeah, they, yeah. They're terrifying they're, women. They're terrifying women. Very. They're upsetting. They're disgusting. To be honest, if they'd been around at the time of the Tate murders and the Labianca murders, uh, they probably wouldn't have happened because mm. they would have fucked it up oh, by trying to time. perform, stripping off in public, um, <laughs> just yelling stuff for, at passing cars. They. They're terrible. They're terrible people. They're, Charles Manson called the police to have them arrested. I would. I would say and, that and they're absolutely a nuisance. Would be the best way I would. A nuisance. They're a nuisance. Yeah. They're just a general nuisance. Yeah, but a disgusting one. This uh, song comes from their album. We're locked up for fuck's sake. Uh, so, yeah, here it is. Anyway. Ooh, Charlie Manson, you tiny man. You look so handsome We were instant fans My name is Armin And I'm Champagne Oh, Charlie Manson We'll see you again We're stuck in jail now But we'll be out soon You're back in jail now You'll make us swoon Charlie Charlie, so cute and small. Oh, honey, as if you, as if you could kill at all. Charlie, 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 we love you So now Charlie What you gonna do We'll keep on trying To free you Our innocent baby We said what we said We'll just ignore The schwastika on your head He has a schwa sticker on his head. Yeah, I know. I just try not to think about it too much. 
Hey. That was Killing in the Name of Dot 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 Charles Manson by Almonds and Champagne. Very nice. I they bring the goods every time, don't Every they? single time they hit it and they hit it hard. They always bring it. They always bring it. Always they're, bring oh it. God, they're disgusting. They are literally the worst. Well, that's... Thank you. You know where to find us. You can find us on the fucking... Twitter <laughs> on Instagram at mystery on the rocks a spell R-O-X you can find us on fuck Facebook I never mentioned Facebook you can fuck go on Facebook, Facebook. oh yeah fuck you Facebook. can join the mystery on the rocks cocktail lounge Facebook group on Facebook like subscribe it fucking leave a review be like yo this is a show five stars this is <laughs> um, a show <laughs> and we are live streaming on Twitch every Thursday no, every other every Thursday. Every other Thursday. At uh, 8 p.m. Um, there's probably going to be... Like, if you go... If you join one of our social medias, you'll find out which days that that's on. Uh, you can also email us. Mystery on the Rocks, spelled R-O-C-K-S, at gmail.com. If you're like, hey, guys, I listened to the show. You need, you must be stopped. Um, <laughs> and we'll probably... Please stop. We'll probably not read that. So... Um, we'll read it and then make fun and of it. Yeah, we'll read it in our heads. Group. We won't read yeah. it out loud on the podcast. None of you will ever be part of the WhatsApp group. It's a <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can you can find us on on uh, on Twitch obviously twitch.tv slash mystery on the rocks. Uh, yes. A lot of people are here right now. Yes, um, we recorded right this episode live yeah. on Twitch, which was pretty crazy. It was a weird experiment, but I kind yeah. of enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, yeah. it. I think we should do this every well, so often. Yeah, yes. maybe we should do e- it every, every so, so often. To do the if, <laughs> if people on the chat enjoyed it then yes. maybe we'll record an episode every so often. It's kind of nice having you here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and well, you can find us obviously individually on Twitch as well. Uh, Suze? Twitch.tv slash Suze Kempner. S-O-O-Z-K-E-M-P-N-E-R. And your Twitter <laughs> handle is, of course... At Suze UK. S-O-O-Z-U-K. I live in the UK. I wish I'd chosen Suze Kempner. <laughs> but it was 2009 and yeah. things were crazy. It was only eight years since 9-11. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, uh, Chris. Uh, I, I'm Twitch.tv/slash/Chris underscore Stokes. And uh, your Twitter handle? Oh, Twitter handle is underscore Chris underscore Stokes. Whoa. What about the underscores? Because I have to. Because um... he's not a pedo. Yeah, yeah that's right. The pedo. Yeah. There's the, there's that guy. Uh, and I'm uh, Twitch.tv/slash Masood Milas, and also the same on uh, Twitter. Um, so thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye everybody. Bye. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns